Well, hey, welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Paul. I love that you joined us here on the Drivecast today. Uh, As everybody is probably saying, Happy New Year. I hope uh, it was a good and safe uh, New Year for you. Well, hey, today uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what I discussed uh, on the online message in Acts chapter 2 and looking at this dynamic of two different um, meeting rhythms uh, of the early church. And I'll just recap a, a, a touch here. In Acts chapter 2, soon after the Holy Spirit has descended and filled the uh, early church and they go out and they they speak and share the gospel uh, in different languages of all of those in Jerusalem. And Peter has this incredible sermon and 3,000 people come to faith. And, and then uh, we see what the life of this early church looked like. And frankly, it's it's really inspiring. It's really encouraging. And, and it's also really challenging too. It says this, for, verse 44, Acts 2, And all who believed were together and had all things in common. They were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. So uh, pointed out again on that online message that really two rhythms of meeting. It says they were attending the temple together. That's rhythm number one. We can think of that as a large group gathering and breaking bread in their homes. We can consider that a small group gathering. We call those life groups. And so when we think about what it is to be involved in the local body, the local church, I think we have to understand, of course, that we need to know others and we need to know others. Uh, It's a foreign concept in the New Testament to see a Christian in isolation. It really doesn't happen. Even the Apostle Paul, when he's in prison, has people with him, right? Even in prison, he's not alone. And of course, there are unique situations, unique circumstances where there are certainly Christians in isolation. But the point of the Christian life is not to be a, a hermit or not to just sort of ostracize ourselves and and go into uh, monk-like conditions separated from the world. Uh, rather, the point is to engage the world, uh, be set apart from the world, certainly, but exist within the world, being surrounded in community uh, in, with brothers and sisters in Christ And then through that community, allowing God to use us, to shape us, to to form us in such a way that we reach others. And like in Acts chapter two, God adds to our number day by day. The point is not to have a big giant church. The point is for more and more people to know and love Jesus. There's a different emphasis and different focus. If, if the end goal is a big church, you're, you're going to have a, a self-serving strategy. If your emphasis is as many people possible knowing and loving Jesus and being reconciled to God through the cross, then that's an t- entirely different emphasis. And the way that we see the New Testament approaching this, again, is through this small group, large group, rhythm and way of life. I said on the message that following Jesus isn't a moment, it's a lifestyle and a lifestyle involves the people that are around us. And so two really clear, specific points of action uh, for you today. Number one, and I'm sure everybody's asking this in the Drivecast this week, are you a part of a life group? Do you have a group that you belong to, that you are known within and that you know the others within the group as well? Do you have that? If you do not, 
very clear next step is for you to email your campus life pastor. You can find their email on the website, go to your campus, find campus life pastor, send them an email and say, I need help plugging into a life group and they will help you plug into a life group. Secondly, are you consistently engaged in, in, and involved in a Sunday morning context? Again, as we look at this value of authentic community, authentic community certainly exists within a small group, but it also is lived out within a large group context. You see, on a Sunday morning, we all need each other. Uh, we all have specific gifts that the Lord has given us to be used uh, to build up and to uh, be a part of the building up of the body of Christ. And so what I would say is, are you a consistent and faithful attender, uh, not so that you can have a good attendance sheet, but so that God can use you in a really unique and powerful way to help reach others to transform their eternities through faith in Christ, right? So two very simple things. Are you meaningfully engaged? That's sort of the primary within an authentic community of people, both on a Sunday morning and within the context of life group. And, and, the, and if you're not, I think there's a there's a clear pattern of, of evidence in the scriptures that says you might be outside or actually I won't softball it like that. You, you are living outside of the norm of what we see shown in the New Testament scriptures for how it is that believers in Christ should live. Now, all, as always, the good news of the gospel is that we can repent and Jesus doesn't shun us. He says, I know here is my forgiveness. Now let me transform you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Like let's be a transformed people consistently and constantly repenting, relying on the grace of Jesus to, to transform us and make us into people that, that really honor and glorify him. And so I want to pray uh, today. I do want to say thanks for joining us on the Drivecast. I hope you'll join us uh, once again tomorrow. Um, I'm going to kick us off in prayer. You can close as well. And we're going to pray specifically about uh, the Holy Spirit working in us in such a way that we are meaningfully engaged in authentic community. So Father, we do pray toward that end. Uh, would you give us the confidence and the courage to send an email if we need to send an email to ask a question about how do I get plugged into a life group? Uh, would you do that, Lord, by the power of your spirit in us? Maybe for some of us, we show up and we try and stay in the background and in the shadows on a Sunday morning. Lord, would you remind us that that's not what you've set out for us to do. You have saved us and redeemed us. And you have, of all people in the world, you've chosen us. And you've given us good works to do. And you've given us a role to play. You've placed us not on the bench, but on the field to say, go make disciples, multiply disciples, baptize them, teach them all that I have commanded you. And so God, make us a people who desire living biblically in authentic community. And if we need to repent of that, remind us that your grace is sufficient for us and that we have forgiveness through you, Jesus, through your cross. You forgive us, you love us, you transform us, and you ask us and command us to be obedient uh, to you. Lord, we love you. We need you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.